0: Welcome to Lillipod, episode 17, Self-Image.
1: Jeff and Kathy Tykert bringing you another episode of Lillipod, which is a production of Love in Later Years. We are certified life coaches and members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our messages are directed toward mid-singles and later married couples. We also welcome all who enjoy personal growth and enriching relationships.
0: This is the second in our series of five relationship development topics, and today we're talking about self-image.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kathy. And recently I've heard a lot of things both in and out, Side of our church, people talking about the two great commandments and saying it isn't really implied in the second great commandment when the Lord says, Love thy neighbor as thyself, that we're supposed to love ourselves. Really? I've heard people saying it's just assumed that we will love ourselves because we're kind of narcissistic as human beings.
0: Mm, And maybe as with our egos, which is different.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the kind of self love that God wants us to have is love of ourselves because we're his children and made in his image and we're made with glory. And scripture that I like is Joshua 1, 9. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. And to me, this kind of captures a little bit that idea that because we are God's people, we can love ourselves, we can be bold, we can be strong. And I think that that is especially important and relevant uh, in the social lives of mid-singles. Definitely. Uh, I mean, how do you want mid-singles to be? Strong, courageous, unafraid, right? Fear is what gets in the way of so much of you know, what we, what we need to do if we want to develop good relationships, approaching a new person and learning about them. And
0: well, so and although forth. fear is understandable with past experience, it doesn't serve us very well to stay stuck there.
1: Right. We can take our, um, we can take our relationship with God and the fact that we believe he is with us to give us confidence.
0: Absolutely. That's really where it comes from when we can't get all of our confidence on our own as humans who are uh, subject to human conditions.
1: Right. Another uh, beautiful one is in Psalms, this is written by David, uh, chapter 139, verse 13, for thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. And covered, if you look at the Hebrew translation at the bottom of the page says, created my inward parts or formed. So God, you have created me in my mother's womb is what he is saying. And then the next verse, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. So it's saying because I am God's workmanship and he put me together in my mother's womb, uh, I am one of God's wonderful works and I am wonderfully made. And I think that is more the spirit in which uh, our father in heaven wants us to love and appreciate what we are.
0: Well, and I think a lot of this human condition that we're experiencing is forgetting, forgetting right. what we already know to be true. And I think that's why it feels so awful when we're so down on ourselves. It's not just a negative emotion. It's, it's a lie. It's not true.
1: Right. And I think it is almost in a way disrespectful of the truth that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And by doing that, he showed us that sometimes love has a price and Jesus Christ was willing to pay it. And if he loved us that much, I think that is good reason to follow him and love ourselves as well as we love him. Definitely. Also, I want to quote Elder Glenn Pace. He said, Uh, in a talk called Confidence and Self-Worth. Many Latter-day Saints know the church is true, but have unhealthy feelings about their own inadequacies, real or imagined. The scriptures inform us that we all have weaknesses and that there is a place for them in our spiritual progress. And he quotes Ether 1227. If men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble and my grace is sufficient For all men that humble themselves before me, for if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. And then Elder Pace says, too often we wallow in our weaknesses so much that we do not allow weak things to become strong. Our condition is frequently misdiagnosed as humility, when in reality it is a lack of confidence.
0: You know, I was just... Thinking about the fact that a student of mine, and this happens often, I'm a violin teacher, said today during our lesson, I'm really bad at this part. I hear this all the time, I'm really bad at this part. And her saying that over and over again to herself has kept her bad at that part for a really long time. So I announced that we were going to get really good at this part that we were going to be masters of this part and her mom chuckled a little bit in i think in delight you know because she loved that idea she she liked hearing we're going to become masters of this and i think that's a direction we want to go when we're talking about developing a self-image that is in harmony with the truth of who we are that right. we recognize something that is weak but only to the extent that we're willing to then make it a strength.
1: Right. And I think the Lord wants us to recognize our weaknesses, not to be down on ourselves, but to grow, to progress and to become more like he is. And he says, I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And elder pace defines that. He says, To be humble is to recognize our utter dependence upon the Lord. We are conscious of our strengths, but we do not exalt ourselves and become prideful. For we know that all good things ultimately come from God. And I think that includes us as we are good things and we come from God. We are conscious of our weaknesses, but we know the Lord can use those very weaknesses to bless our lives. And that through him, as we learn from the Book of Ether, our weaknesses can become strength. And further on, he says that to lack confidence is to have feelings of low self-worth, to not understand what we're worth in the eyes of God, and when we lack faith in the Lord's ability to turn our weaknesses to strengths, and so forth. So I think that's a a, a great way to think about this, and it also hopefully will help, you know, if if you've heard those. Those uh, ideas bandied about that we're really not supposed to love ourselves. We just, the Lord just assumes we're going to. Um, I don't think that's true. I'd like to quote President James E. Faust, a former member of our first presidency. And he says, I am at once humbled and challenged in trying to speak of a great human need self esteem. I refer to what we think of ourselves, how we relate to what others think of us and the value of what we accomplish. Shakespeare and Othello said, I have never found a man that knew how to love himself. And so Elder, or President Faust is talking there about how self-esteem really is a fundamental human need. He, he says it isn't an itch for the praise of fools. It's not vain and arrogant. It isn't a narcissistic kind of self-love, but it is a love of ourselves, recognizing that we are children of God and His have a divine birthright.
0: Well, and I think we have more power when we know who we are. Right. Otherwise, we're disempowered and we don't live up to our privileges.
1: Right. President Faust went on in the same kind of idea Kathy just mentioned self-esteem goes to the very heart of our personal growth which would include and accomplishment which would include living up to our privileges uh, or or maybe that's a different way of saying the same thing self-esteem is the glue that holds together our self-reliance our self-control our self-approval or disapproval and keeps all self-defense mechanisms secure It is a protection against excessive self-deception, self-distrust, self-reproach, and plain old-fashioned selfishness.
0: Which seems to go against the argument that self-love is somehow wrong.
1: Right. Um,
0: That selfishness actually comes from being down on ourselves because then... It's hard to go outside of ourselves when we're so self-consumed with pity, self-pity and, um, you know, and, and buying into the thoughts that come into our brains that say we're not good enough. Right. In fact, I think it makes it hard, harder to reach out and to be loving and kind and thoughtful when we're that consumed with negative thoughts.
1: Right. President Faust um, talked about ways that we can cultivate self-esteem, and I'll just briefly go over the list. Number one is keep your free agency, and he's talking about not yielding to um, substances or other things that take away our self-control or our addicting. And he, he reads... Proverbs, he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. And that's Proverbs chapter 25. The second one is to cultivate humility. And his description of that is very much the way Elder Pace talked about it. Not uh, self-loathing. That's not humility. It is a quiet confidence in God and recognizing our utter dependence upon him. And, and Elder Faust, in fact, President Faust said, I refer to the humility that comes with inner strength and peace. So humility isn't thinking you're terrible. It's it's really, it comes from an inner peace and strength.
0: Humility, uh, You do you know my definition, Jeff? Go ahead. It's, I believe it's sober confidence. Mm-hmm. Sobering is the fact that I know I'm human and I'm living in this human life and confidence comes from knowing that I always have God to rely on and a savior that's there to make up the difference between my best efforts and perfection.
1: Right. President Faust refers to the same kind of thing too. He says it is humility that it can accept and live with one's own warts without cosmetics to hide them. And so it is that quiet confidence that can realize we're flawed but we're still beloved of our father in heaven.
0: Well, and I think it's endearing when we're willing and able to admit that we're imperfect because we can all relate that way. Right. And to not be ashamed about it.
1: He also points out that humility is to be teachable, which is another, you know, very important trait. We don't grow unless we can be taught. The third is be honest. And, you know, I think it's obvious, but if we know we're being honest uh, before God and before our fellow man, we have confidence. If we're trying to hide lies, it's it's harder to be confident and to feel good about ourselves.
0: Yeah, it definitely feels good to, to live an honest and authentic life. Right. And we know people are accepting us for who we are.
1: Right. And... The fourth is to love work. And I I think he's suggesting there that we can take a certain amount of satisfaction in accomplishing things that are good and productive. And he talks about developing athletic gifts, musical gifts, spiritual gifts, and uh, working it at those things
0: and it looks like also giving service as part of that that work ethic you know to to notice what's needful and and pitch in be right. part of the community
1: the fifth one is love others and self now listen to how he paraphrases the great commandment the great the two great commandments the fifth key to building self esteem is the ability to love the commandment given by the savior was to love others and yourself so he's saying that what we have long thought implicitly Jesus was saying if you have to love others as yourself you got to love yourself and President Faust is is explicitly saying that
0: well and I love that that we found this quote because we actually did a love series our you know one of our first a set of five, Um, It was first on the two great commandments and relationship priority orders and then cultivating love for God and love for ourselves and love for our neighbors. And you can go back to our earlier episodes and listen to those because um, I think it very well uh, outlines what is being talked about here.
1: Right. Yeah, very much so. And, And in fact, President Faust's sixth suggestion, and it's his last one, is to love God which also was in that, that series of podcasts you were talking about, uh, Having Love for Thy God.
0: Well, and that is the First and Great Commandment, so we started with that one.
1: Right. And, uh, and then he reminds us of, of what Mosiah said, How knoweth a man the master whom he has not served? I think he actually meant King Benjamin, but in the book of Mosiah. Anyway, uh, he also referenced Paul's letter to titus where he reminds us that there are many who quote profess that they know god but in works they deny him and so he's saying that you know we're going to have more self-esteem if we love god with all our hearts and strive the best we can to serve him and uh here's another one that's particularly applicable to mid singles a quote from president faust again There are many whose self-esteem has been devastated by the loss of loved ones, by divorce, by other personal misfortunes. Some carry an extra burden of guilt from grievous sins. Transgression is extremely devastating to self-esteem. After transgression usually comes rationalization and often lying. So, and I'm not saying that that mid-singles are particularly more Transgressing or sinful than others. No, it
0: was more the loss and more this, the
1: part about loss yeah. of divorce and things like that. But there are times when we may have great personal regrets. I know I felt a lot of guilt about the way my divorce affected my children. And, and, you know, I've tried to repent for my own part in the divorce for the things I did wrong, even though I, I know I wasn't totally to blame. Uh, but but to own my own part in it uh, gives me the confidence that I'm growing and and learning so that uh, I can be a better father to my grown kids in the future and a better husband than I was the first time around and Kathy can tell you I'm awesome now so
0: yeah he's great and <laughs> we're both better Spouses for each other than we were the first time around just because of what we've learned and because we decided to take those lessons and apply them to ourselves
1: Yeah, and and we believe in fact, we're thoroughly convinced That the biggest thing in the way of most mid singles developing the relationships that they really really want is is being afraid and oftentimes that comes from the kind of losses President Faust talked about whether they came through sin or not, you know, and that we often are lacking confidence. Will anybody want me? You know, am I, have I made such serious mistakes that no one will want me? You know, have I, am I somehow flawed in some way that makes me undesirable?
0: Well, and all of those questions can lead us to doubt ourselves and and discourage hope for the future. But if you... If we can embrace this idea that creating an image or creating a self-image that is positive and uh, strengthened by God and and also by our own decision to to think in a way that is in harmony with the truth of who we are, then we will be more able to move forward in healthy relationships and building a life that God knows we can create for ourselves.
1: Right. And that's, that's super important. And I think having healthy self-esteem is, is part of building a healthy relationship with another person, not only from having the courage to, but also from, you know, from the standpoint of, having the confidence to approach someone Mm -hmm. and start a conversation. Well,
0: and then once that relationship is secure and it moves forward into a long-term commitment, it takes a lot of pressure off a relationship when each person takes responsibility for their own self-worth and they're not relying on someone else to validate them.
1: Very true. Very important, uh, essential point, really. Mm
0: -hmm. So this self-image... Uh, topic is really important in dating and relationships and marriage and family and everything.
1: Right. And I think it it isn't really a matter of what you've done or where you've been in the past. It's a matter of the direction you're heading. And are you on a self-improvement journey? And I know, I mean, I asked Kathy a really pointed question on like our second or third date. Um, and she was very honest with me about something that wasn't very flattering to her. But, you know, I didn't hold that against her because I could see that she was growing, learning, becoming what the kind of woman she wants to become, and I know I've made, you know, less than flattering disclosures about myself to her, didn't stop her from moving forward with me. So, if you have problems and issues, hey, join the club. We've all <laughs> we've all been there. It doesn't mean that you're not a worthwhile beloved child of God. And with that, remember anytime is the right time for more love in your life. Thank you for listening to Love in Later Years and we'll catch you next time.
0: Subscribe to LilyPod to get notice of each new weekly episode. If you enjoy what you heard, share with those you love. For more information about our organization and services, Visit loveinlateryears.com.